Uh, hello, welcome to another episode of this Future Friday podcast. This right here is a good friend of mine, my brother, and first and foremost, and the most important thing, my Netflix plug, C- <laughs> CJ Williams. <laughs> CJ Williams. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is my brother Shakil. What's up, bro? Yeah, we doing this podcast together. Uh, what's good? Yeah, what's up? So, um, first, I just, off top, but the first thing that I wanted to talk about because... I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Um, this journey that we're going on with the development of the company, mm-hmm. and we're just yesterday something cool happened, but I'll tell you. Okay, okay. okay. Um, so we were just taking small steps progressively, and we are ending up. Uh, yeah, you know, you can kind of see if you're like a light at the end of the tunnel, but I, mm-hmm. I kind of see the gateway that we have to go through to, to get through success, but. At the same time, I also can see the hurdles and everything. So, but because we're going through this, I just I um and as you know, I've also been through some bullshit lately, mm-hmm. and um, it just I've just I'm just it, it's not uh yeah I've just been happy <laughs> like just just hunting down all of the things that we have to do and getting in contact with people. I just love the process of like chasing. This the dream and think, everything. Do you think that this is more? <laughs> do you think that um, you like this more, the journey, than what you eventually will reach? That is a hard one. I don't know if I would like it more, but I do think like um, I do think it depends on what it is that you're chasing. If you're chasing material stuff. Mm-hmm then I kind of feel like once you reach that point and you got it, I don't know if, if the if hype, if, if, if it will lift up to, yeah. lift to, up to the, the expectation that you have. And cause maybe let's say, you know, I love cars and everything. So let's say I get into like a Fentador, it's one of my, one of my favorite cars, it, it, the way it looks and everything. Let's say you get into that car and mm-hmm. it's, it's just a shitty ass car. The, the seats are uncomfortable. It, of course it, it is not, but but let's well, say you can't live with it and the seats are uncomfortable and everything and you just don't like it. Eventually you will get tired of it. Brutally honest. I think that it depends on what you're, um, what you're chasing after. That's what I'm saying. Because if you make small goals and you reach smaller goals, yeah, you won't be as happy if, um, as if you... Yeah, how, how should I say it? No, I get what you're trying to get to. You could... Your your goal could be I want to make ten thousand dollars for sure. If you reach that goal mm-hmm. and you get the money, what would you spend it on? Name something. Ten thousand right now. Yeah, I'll get like an offer mail uh, beta. Okay, so a car. Yeah, for sure. That's a car. <laughs> yeah, it's functional. Mm-hmm. It's quite a good car, I think. It's it's a nice car. So that's nice. If you extend your goals to a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that's, that's. Don't you think that the journey you have to do way more to get that hundred thousand dollars? So the journey is more pleasurable for you. But that's it's that's a difference too, because mm. you have to. I think you have to set up your your journey and the things that you want to accomplish into two categories. I think there is um, dreams mm-hmm. and goals. I think you have to differentiate them. Mm. And the dream is it should be something unattainable something you you can't ever reach like the dream should be the one thing you always be chasing like but like what i said in the last episode the dream should be i will be the person that will stop the the term third world country 
it just if, if I die it, it just won't be there no more it will be a term that not is used that is something that will take more than my lifetime to accomplish so in order to get that you would have to stay working till you're 2000 years old mm -hmm. so that is that's the that for me is a, a big difference because that is when you if you, if you reach a goal like a certain amount of money mm -hmm. and you get there and that is just all you've ever lived for what then and if you if you reached it I think the next step is just making another goal yeah but that's very hard to do if, if your goal is like a billion dollars because what will be next five okay but your lifestyle won't change from one to five the things you, that you would be able to do at one billion the same things you would probably be able to do at five billion I don't think that you, the way you spend money would change by the time you reach like 500 million I think at a certain amount of money it all it all ends up to material things yeah for sure but for, so, for instance mm. we love sneakers and everything so um, let's say we saw that Jordan is, has released the, the dates and everything for when they came out for those particularly they were like a Black Friday release, I believe, right? 28th of November. 28th of November. Something 2014. Like so we got we got them for like two years already. But um, dude, when we saw they came out, we were hyped as hell. Like, yeah, we hey, was like, oh my god, this these we, are can't miss them. Everything. Oh my god, we got them. But and when we had them, we had everything nice and boxes, and we were hyped. Like every time we went together somewhere, we were like, hey, we gotta wear them shits and everything. Now he has trashed his pair, they still <laughs> kind of look like shit. Mine are still in pretty good condition, soles are not very yellow. So, but how much is this shoe right now worth to me? Like, it's a dope ass shoe, still wear it a lot of times. I like it, but the way that I, I feel before I had it... It's dirty. <laughs> yeah, of course, I wear it a lot. It's not like I put it in March in a box or anything. But the way, the, the way we feel when kind of the days leading up to us getting the shoe yeah th that was the hype that was the hype yeah I'm gonna be honest I skipped school that morning because oh it was my, a Friday I went to school you remember yeah you did oh my god because yeah I was, it was on a Friday it was on a Friday I had English class first hour and um yeah it, <laughs> I didn't go <laughs> because I felt like I really needed the shoes just, and right now if I look at them it's yeah. like I, I still love them don't get me wrong and I still enjoy everything that we've been through but what what is it and okay so it's uh this it still a shoe but let's mm -hmm. say it's something more expensive let's say it's like a, a turbo s911 Porsche right so it's like 200,000. I have a really dream every day about us two making a video, driving my dad's car up to the Porsche Center in Amsterdam and just really buying that, that Porsche that I've been dreaming about. So I feel like once you, once I did that, don't get me wrong, I don't think it would be a disappointing experience. I still think I would love the car and everything, but I think it would take a month. Mm -hmm before you'd realize, okay, what now? And that is kind of, and I don't even think it would be the what now, I think it would be the question of, it's, it's just the material things. Yeah, you start to realize that what you envision as a dream mm -hmm. was actually, actually a goal. For sure. So, so my dream right now is because it looks so unobtainable, so right now for me a dream is to get the 911. Mm. But once you got the 911, it it is like something you did. It's like a special yeah, it's like, bucket list. 
so it's not a dream anymore this become a goal so as soon as a dream becomes obtainable it becomes a goal that's that's a good way to put it yeah so so that's why i feel like the aim should be for just way more than just like getting a Porsche it should be more than a material thing it should be how to change people's lives and everything so that's why that's why I kind of wanted to talk about it and uh, because I, I really genuinely feel like those type of things will just like let's say I want 250 cars mm -hmm. by the time I get to like 15 all the cars that I get on top of that the experience will still be dope as hell because I will be able to make like cool videos and putting cars against each other and yeah, everything. Is that really the dream? But as to me, if I would paint my life as if and as we did, I would try to just buy a lot of cars and just put them together and kind of make top top gear at my own home track. Mm. But then just for myself, not for myself, I'll still put it out on YouTube and everything. But kind of do a show like that that I would. Um, for instance, like Porsche used to make these 911s, but with rally tires and just go desert driving and off-road driving in the middle. Oh, really? Yeah, they used to do that. So I would buy like a, a brand new Porsche 911 Turbo S with the four-wheel drive and everything. Put put a uh, higher suspension on it so you can go off-road with it, and just put the big sand tires on it and everything, and just put different and just mess up cars that people would get very upset with you that you just mess up those cars and everything I would do that but there's that is just uh, I, I think once those material things once you did that and everything I think a lot of those things will become obsolete I think eventually because you said uh, a dream is something that's not material mm -hmm. I think it can be it could be Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Eventually, the goal should be like something that remains after you have passed. For sure. So if you could maybe change the world just a little bit, I think that's the ultimate dream. That's the ultimate because dream. Because that's the only way you live forever. But if if you would say like something that looks right now, it looks unobtainable, but you would love to own that one day. Like material? Material. Uh, unobtainable, but I'd like to own it. A private island. That's dope. Yo, we were looking at them yeah, a couple of weeks we ago. Yeah, that private island. They were like 80 million I for... I was like so close to buying them. Yeah, didn't sure. have the money. <laughs> <laughs> but that looked awesome though. And uh, there was also like this Neverland Ranch. So we were wandering off. Anyway, um, the other thing for me, mm. I, you know, I told you about the SVA design, right? That is really. I th I think that's that's the the dream and the goal at the same time because I feel like in it it's different scales to what I see the company mm -hmm. at because I think um, yeah if I really do it the major way I, the, that is really my uh, the dream would be to make it like the, the new Apple or the new whatever major company and just make it like the the craziest design firm and but on a lower level. Dope. But on a lower level, what I think is really generally achievable is to make like my own cars. But this, so that's what I'm trying to say. Mm. SVA design, by the way, is um, my name is Shaquille Feldbaum. So the SVs are my initials, and that A stands for automotive, architectural, aviation, aerospace, uh, barrel, barrel, audio, and then design. Uh, I, I made way more A's. I think it's like eight different sections of the company and everything. Um, but that is what the SVA Design brand will be and what I want it to be. 
but um so that's why i'm saying like the goal is for it for that design firm to be as big as like an apple and we kind of make all of everything and just redesign basically the world and make everything modernized and that is the ultimate dream for me and attached to that company i also would want the sva college and to sva college that would be like shakil felbaum art college and under that art college people can just study all of the different types of things that they want to do and everything and eventually I also wanted to be SVA high schools but I'll also do those in like the third world countries or anything and just build that SVA brand to become something that is stupid That's and just the, the, the most dope. because eventually you will it's just an organization that set up for me to just live out my dream and constantly design different things but at the same time also to educate people, to help other people, and to also build things that actually have an impact on the world and how people live and everything. That's that is the major goal, and I think that is that's the company I would spend my whole life on. But um, that's that's the, the the dream. Let me call it that. That's the my ultimate dream. But the goal is for me. If I've found something that looks unattainable right now, but if I look at it in a couple of years, that looks um, reachable. Mm -hmm would be to make it, or like the car company, just SBA automotive design. I think that would be still, that would be still reachable, I feel like. And even though it would cost a lot of money, I feel like if I put in the right work, I'm talented enough to, to do that. And uh, that is also what I'm aiming for, but that is, uh, that's that's like, feel I feel like you have to kind of separate the, the dreams from the goals and kind of change your goals into dreams and dreams into goals as soon as you obtain a certain level of success. It's, it's complicated, but it's right. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like that's the way to do it. So uh, that is that is just how I see everything going. And if if all this this flexible stuff is successful, right now we are here in uh, Amsterdam and we're doing these basketball events and everything. And we're getting every week we're getting more people excited. And I'm also every time because we're in Amsterdam, we are in like the center of the world as soon as um as it comes to population and everything mm -hmm. a lot of people from a bunch of different countries are in the southeast of amsterdam man i feel i think we even beat manhattan or yeah Brooklyn it's or like the, it's like the, the real center of culture and population of multiple cultures and population and everything so a, a bunch i just contacted a bunch of people that come play basketball with us a, a couple of people from america houston and everything chicago there is a, a friend of mine, he's from India, but he was raised in Italy and just a couple of Italians and people from Spain, people from the Dominican Republic and I've just been collecting these phone numbers and just trying to get them to get the system out through their country and where they're from and to kind of, and I feel like if all those things just end up being successful, I could just leave Flexport to the side and kind of yeah, let yeah. other people run it and just go then and take the money that I made and Chase really chase my dreams and everything that uh, mm. that I'll be doing, but uh, yeah. So what did you have to say about that? Yeah, uh, I like your fishing, man. I would like to do something similar. Maybe join you in whatever way I can. But you wouldn't uh, like for me. Mm -hmm. I would love. I would really genuinely love it if you would um, join my company and yeah. do the architectural and and apparel design and everything that we already doing together. But for me, I wouldn't want you to be under my name or anything. Nah, that ain't no stress, bro. I think 
if you're if you're cool with it, I would I'm I would generally I'm certainly cool with it. But I would you know because I, I like your I like the way you're thinking. I like the the vision that you have, and I see something for myself as well in a certain way. Yeah. So that would be dope. No, that that would be just the most crazy thing ever. Yeah, especially those colleges. Yeah. Yeah. Because those that is the vision for behind that is the the same thing that I said last week. Mm -hmm. When you just go back to your old high school and just um, donate money into like small startups and everything, mm -hmm. those college kids will they will kind of be uh, at the same time as they are in the college. Mm -hmm. They will also be interns in the design firm in just the the company, and in their internship. I will also help them to build their own startups and kind of give myself the the opportunity to invest in them and everything. So that the college part of it will be a very strong thing because I feel like in a modern world it's very important to attach yourself to younger people mm. and to know what it is that's going through their head with technology, the way the society is changing. Because if you don't do that, you will end up like my dad. <laughs> like. No, my my dad is he he thinks he's very a very modern person because he has a cell phone and knows how to work a computer. But I'm just talking as mind changes. He's pretty mm -hmm. old school. So yeah, new people have new ideas, things that there are even younger people. I think they have ideas that we can't even come up with. Yeah, if you if you go to because kids are like boundless. They don't see mm, they don't they see, don't see black and white. They see just whatever the creativity because they don't know the way to do it and the, their creativity just ne doesn't have borders it doesn't have like so it's it would be really amazing to yeah do it that way society hasn't decided for them how they should think yeah, for sure so they can just think free, free minds free spirits mm -hmm. everything yeah so that's uh and therefore you're also creating uh, you're stimulating stimulating the, their economy for sure in third world third world countries i would do it all over the world bro that is, is <laughs> I think I really would start in the places that really need it. But at the same time you have to build that that infrastructure. True. So I feel like I would you know that um maybe you could do it like in a mirror way, like you do it in a great city. Yeah, for sure. That you have like a sister school mm -hmm. too and you do You know that we were uh looking at the James Edition website and mm -hmm. they had a plot of land and it was in Texas I believe. And it was 136 square kilometers. So that's oh, like shit. that's like uh, three fourths the size of completely Amsterdam, the whole of Amsterdam. And it was just 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 land. Nothing was built on it. Nothing. And it was 250 million to buy. It. So that's a lot of money, but that's a, a stupid amount of money. But for for a what piece you're getting, of land that that size. And Amsterdam is big. Amsterdam is big. So I feel like if you would just buy something like that, a piece of property like that, but I think I think it was like something of nature thing that you can't really build upon. Oh, it's so like uh, for... Yeah, it's like destiny. Yeah, so no, that's, that's what it is. So, um, but let's say you could be, you would be able to build on it because I wouldn't want to destroy a piece of nature or anything. Mm -hmm. I'm not that dude. But I would just kind of build my factory for my cars there build the college for the, just the SVA design company and build like everything that has to do with my, just build my own little city mm. based on creativity and all people that are just art related things and everything so I would I would just build that I, I'm, I'm smiling while I'm talking about it that's really <laughs> my, that's really my genuine dream to do that so um, 
that that would that would be amazing. Yeah, so this would be a dream. That would be that would be the the grand scale that I could be. But at the same time, if I reach that and mm -hmm. I say I accomplish all those things, I yeah, would still you look back and say like. No, okay, then no. then wouldn't be then I would feel still feel satisfied with myself because you're helping a bunch of people do amazing things all the time. But can you truly just thrive on the satisfaction all day? Because at some point I think you're gonna be like, okay, what am I going to do now? So after you get all the money in the world I and have done everything good mm -hmm. that you could possibly do, yeah, for sure. What would be left to do? Just sit back and enjoy enjoy the fruits of your labor. Mm. I think at that time you could just sit back on a beach somewhere and just. I think then, at at a certain point, your goals become like real small things. No, but like yeah. nah, just no continue. If I okay, I would see myself sitting on a beach mm -hmm. with my glass and something in my glass, <laughs> but I would like have the perfect drink, you know? Malibu. <laughs> That's his perfect drink. <laughs> But I like it too, but it's not my perfect drink. <laughs> but uh, I had like fruit punch once mm -hmm. in Saint Martin, and that was like yeah, but the best thing I ever tasted. If you if you would taste the same drink right here with this terrible weather, and you're not in the same location, it wouldn't taste the same, yeah, bro. I don't think so. It wouldn't taste the same, bro. I do think it would taste the same. If you would have the drink right now when it's cold outside, everything. Oh my God, my brain would like hurt because of the cold. But I would drink it outside all day long. Believe me, things, things, and the things you experience, they, they change based upon the mm -hmm. the surroundings. And okay, that that may be possible. For sure, that's true. Come on, let's say you're in. I've been to Brazil, right? Mm -hmm. The the most eastern point of Brazil, and uh, a small place called uh, Natal, I believe. There is the most beautiful place I've ever been, for real. And I was I was sick while I was there. I had like a, a ear, ear infection and everything. But you know, I was just sitting on the lawn there and everything. And there was this gardener coming by, mm. and he chopped off a, a coconut off a, off a tree right there. And he just gave me a straw because he had like straws <laughs> in his back pocket. For oh, real, for real? Yeah. <laughs> so he just made a hole in the coconut, gave me the straw, and I was just I was like nine years old and just chilling, sitting there in that beautiful environment. With a bunch of flowers and uh, what are these these hummingbirds flying by and oh, yeah. everything. So the surroundings, it just that was like this the one of the most magical moments in my life that I ever had. So oh, that's dope. no, but for real, mm. if you have the surrounding that is like that and you just feel tropical and everything, I don't think it matters what happens, what kind of drink it is. Mm. Everything just starts to. to it tastes amazing, <laughs> for real. Now I really genuinely feel that way. Okay, I can uh, I can see what you're saying. But I cut you off. So you were talking about the experience that you were sitting back with a perfect drink and everything. Yeah, Sorry. I think I would just be like focusing on, on like I want to have the perfect meal tonight. Mm -hmm. And so so those small the things. small things. Yeah. But and then things like mm -hmm. I would make art a lot. Yeah, for sure. I would so. Yeah, I just think the small things in life, you would start to appreciate them again. And I think because we take a lot for granted. Because, yeah, for sure. And that's why I'm kind of talking about it, because I want to mm. really enjoy the journey before we, we reach it. Because I'm working hard right now, but every time I still can look back like, this was dope that we did mm. this. 
But at the same time, if you're just enjoying the small things, I think it would help really. And that's why I kind of feel like you need a family around you and everything. Yeah, for sure. Because if you are chasing those type of things and you kind of put your kids in places that you can see them flourish and be successful and do their own thing and everything, that that is just, those are the type of dreams and goals that aren't material that, mm -hmm. and you can just enjoy for the rest of your life regardless of what happens. So, yeah. yeah. That is uh, another way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah. What what else do you got? What else I got? Um, let me see. <laughs> no, but I want. I really want to just dwell on this topic because mm -hmm. I really feel like people should really take the time to look around what they have and just be appreciative of everything that is here. Right now, I don't have to go to school, I don't have to get a job because my dad is taking care of my, my bills and everything. Mm. If I would go and take a job, I would really, I could, because I'm not going to school or anything, I could really work 40 hour weeks and because I'm 19 right now, I could probably get like 8 hours of, uh, eight, euros or 8 euros an hour or anything and I could make like 1200 to 1400 euros a month buy all the shoes that come out kind of but be happy with myself would that yeah but at the end of the day what have i reached in my life doing that a nice shoe collection a nice shoe collection but yeah eventually i yeah. Might, might sell a couple but what else work experience working at mcdonald's what kind of work experience is that nah that ain't work experience so for me yeah i feel like this this gives me more in my life let's say this ends up being successful right mm. Then this whole Flexboard uh, YouTube channel and everything. Do you know what it is for me? Just what it can be. What it can be? Yeah. It's a portfolio. True. It's it's exactly. basically, it's really a portfolio. If everything is successful and I have put my name under everything as I'm doing right now, mm -hmm. I can just use this this YouTube channel and everything that we're doing with the, the podcast and everything as a... You just say like, okay, this is what I've done. This is what I've done. And mm -hmm. now other companies can hire me to do their marketing for them. And uh, now I have other branch under SVA and kind of make it a marketing division and put other people in places that enjoy doing marketing and promotion for people. Mm -hmm. Let's say I have a friend of mine that's, that goes to school for that right now. Mm -hmm. And I just put him in place to kind of do what I'm doing. And that is that is the type of stuff that I want to focus on in the future. So that's dope. That's dope. That is. Uh, I think I want to make. I just. I was thinking about it today mm -hmm. because I I uh, saw on Facebook that Harvard they were releasing classes mm -hmm. like photography class, classes classes oh, yeah. like creative things and uh, something else, but I don't recall. I can't recall what it was. But I would make information widely accessible. Like what do you mean? What I mean, you have the internet. Mm -hmm. And you have like classes that you get in school, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for people like you that don't aren't in school right now. Yeah. I would make like online classes that you don't need to pay for. You don't even need to attend the. Oh, this is a great transition yeah. to another story that I wanted to tell. By the way. Yeah. Continue. Okay. Continue. Continue. But um, as I was saying, that you could use your time to like uh, learn, educate yourself, mm -hmm. learn. You don't need to go to school. Mm -hmm. You don't even. The people you would, you could be working for don't even need to know that you know these things. Yeah. But you're just ed educating yourself so you could start for yourself. You could ingrain all the things around you with that information. But now I'm kind of curious on what you wanted to transition to. <laughs> <laughs> nah, educational everything. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, yeah, it's, it's the, way, the way people are getting educated right now is really mm -hmm. based on an old system. 
I think that needs a big upgrade. You know where it comes from? Like the 19th century, right? Yeah, but, but where it started? Church. Oh. oh yeah, church. Yeah, that's what it is. So it's it started in church, and mm -hmm. the way things are set up in church, and I don't, I'm not a very religious person. I do believe in that it, there is a God and everything, but um, the way church is set up is that you have one people uh, speaking and everything, mm -hmm. and the other people that are just listening to the one person that is talking, and but you have to stay quiet and you can't say anything, and, mm -hmm. anything. and it's just proven that that system is still active today in mm -hmm. schools and everything. But it's not. In a, it is also proven that it's not the best way to educate kids that want to be active and jump around all day. So, um, because you're kind of limiting, yeah, what they could possibly be. Yeah, this with this phone right now, mm -hmm. people. Yeah, edu if you have if you if you're educated and you can spill out just uh, great content and everything, mm -hmm. then you have advantage clearly. But in within five minutes, I can Google all the facts that I need to talk to you about a certain topic. And education, it's, yeah. it's it's still you need that education and everything because you don't get all the information on the internet and all the right information. I think you can get everything, but you don't know how to use everything. You don't know That's how to use, and also don't know what the right sources are. True. And at the same, so you still need education and it's a very important thing to develop people and all that. But I still feel like, yeah, and this will maybe sound ignorant from the perspective of like a college dropout person or anything, <laughs> but what, what education is, it's like passing on wisdom, right? So there's a professor or a teacher that has been in a certain field of work for a, a certain amount of time. And because he has been there, he has experience, he gained knowledge and everything. And because he went through all of those things to get that knowledge, mm -hmm. you don't have to go through it because he can tell you the way that he did it and that he found his way. So it's like passing on knowledge. Mm -hmm. The only thing your degree says to a certain person that has to hire you for a job is that you have collected within the four years or how many years it took you to do your education, that you have collected all the data and all the, the knowledge that you need to do a certain job that someone hired you for. Mm. But I feel like the way I've been designing cars and everything, right? I have been self-studying my ass off since I was, I would say, 10 years old. I'm 19 right now. Mm. Right now, I could basically top, top down design a full car with just bolts and screws, everything you want in the car. What I don't know is how to calculate things. So I could design a, a full complete engine with all the parts that the engine needs, but I don't know how much torque you would need to put on a certain screw to keep everything together. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the, the cylinder ball would, still, would stay... Uh, so that's like the gap you have in the information you've... That is the gap that I have and the information that I would still need. So I would still, personally for myself, if everything is successful, I will still go back to school and finish my, and get my degree. Mm -hmm. So this is not a knock to education, but this just the only reason I would do it is just for myself to gain that knowledge because I feel like I need it. Mm -hmm. I feel like I want it. I'm, I'm hungry for it and I'm Googling it every day when I'm working on my cars and everything. But why I feel like... That piece of paper holds no weight to me right now, and I'm 19 years old. A lot of people, including my father, will feel like I'm ignorant because he has a couple of degrees. He has a lot of degrees and everything. You can't pass that down. I can't That's give true. my degree to my son and be like, okay, you can do this right now. Mm. I can't do that. You couldn't even like share the, all the information you've gained. I could. 
Everything. I could teach my son all the, if I. No, I'm not. If you're I, I don't have a son right now. <laughs> but <laughs> not for real. I could. Let's say my son sees me working in the garage all day, working on that Porsche with the higher suspension, so I can go mm -hmm. off road riding. Eventually, he'll come in and say like that. What you doing? If he has interest in it, and if that's also what he loves to do. I would really spend a lot of my time teaching him everything that I know on a bunch of stuff and that knowledge that he will gain through me, mm -hmm. that he can pass that on for generations and generations. My grandpa did that with me. If if I was at home with um in my grandparents' house, mm -hmm. I wasn't allowed to be in the house. I had to be in the garage all day. Mm -hmm. So and even though it was kind of obligated, I loved it. I changed my mom, my mother's uh, break disc when I was like 12 years old. Oh, seriously? Yeah, that's why when your mom needed her headlights changed and you couldn't do it, that's why I was there. <laughs> so, so, exposure. <laughs> no, but for real, that is <laughs> <in> the video. <laughs> but that is, that is just how, how I feel about that education system. So, thanks for the transition because I wanted to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. No, so, man, that's dope. Yeah, uh, I feel. I feel like you can. You can pass it on, for sure. All I of think, the, but yeah. there's a limit because I try to teach my teach my sh sister some things. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, because we have the same education, but she's like in a lower grade. Mm -hmm. But there are a lot of things I forgot. For oh, sure. Yeah. So I think at the same at the same time, real mm -hmm. quick. Things you forgot are those things you're interested in, or those things that you will need to do the rest of your completely life. Completely not. Rest my case. Yeah, completely not. But I still try to do it. Yeah, for sure. Like even bio biological things, mm -hmm. which I'm kind of interested in, but yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of not. Also, I forgot them. I'm, that's just straight up. Yeah, I, I sure. do think they need to make. Um, you know how you choose which way you want to go. Yeah. So you have like the geological side, yeah, the physical if, side. If you want to go into marketing or yeah. whatever. You have that side and you have like the economic, uh, economic, e economics. Yeah. And the math department. Yeah. I chose for the math department, but physics and physics, yeah, and everything. But so I get math, physics, uh, biology, uh, what else? Chemistry. Chemistry. But I'm not interested in chemistry at all, biology at all. But those are like my hardest, um, I call them? What? <laughs> Subjects. Subjects, yeah. sorry. Come yeah. on, bro, get your vocabulary up. <laughs> nah, my bad, sorry. <laughs> I've been up a long time. <laughs> you really trying to challenge me with no. being up a long time? Come on. You know what my silly schedule is like. Yeah. But I think you, 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 you should be able to decide what you want to do and say like, okay, I'm... What's a good age? Age 16? Uh, I disagree. Like, uh, later or no later? I, I feel like it's I, I sh it should be more freedom it shouldn't be for everyone a certain point where they have to separate certain subjects and choose a path that they want to go to because for me I would be able to tell you in fourth grade that I want to be a car designer and what subjects I would need mm -hmm. and so I just knew that I didn't need French or, or German or anything for to do that's true things. that's true but for a lot of people that aren't like us mm -hmm. they still don't know to this day when they finished high school what they want to go study in college. So I, it, it differs a lot with from person to person. Okay, then they should have like two systems in place. And it's, I do not want I, to I, make it real complicated, but I understand. we should have the system that we have right now, mm -hmm. where it is for people, they 
do not exactly know what they want to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. And I want, and they should make another system for the people that like want to focus. That are like us and know what we want. Yeah, to because I, I'm like everybody else. I don't really mm -hmm. like school. I need to go there, and there's some things that I'm interested in, yeah. like math and physics. But I don't need the other things. As I have French, I'm not really interested in French. <laughs> I can speak a little bit. Come on, en entertain people a little bit. Je parle français. Okay. <laughs> I can't speak anything but English or Dutch. So yeah. Yeah. You also had French. Yeah. And pretty. German. Yeah, but I cheated my way through all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. My my French teacher, mm. she had like one lazy eye that she had like ten percent vision in. Mm. So during the test, everyone that knew about that would just sit on the side of the class that she, that she couldn't really see. So I just had notes on oh my, sh my, my sleeves and everything, God. and I just cheated my way to French and everything. Have you ever been caught? With no, you? ever in your life? Nah, nah. With cheating? Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm smart enough to know how to cheat and dumb enough at the same time not to study. I was caught by another because some somebody was sitting next next to me, mm -hmm. and he had like a note in his. Um, and you were reading off of that. I was reading off of it, yes and no. And I I wasn't really reading off of it, but I was like... He was looking over a little bit, sneaky, like, sneaky. Sneaky, yeah. sneaky. And he had it like between his test, so the teacher couldn't see it. But at a certain point, the teacher, he grabbed everything. And so, I just got it. I could retake the test, but he couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's messed up. Yeah, man. You had to take the L bit of no, but that, that same French teacher, she would also every time she would like get up and go for a coffee break or whatever, but just during the class, mm -hmm. and she would leave her computer just open, unlocked, and everything. So be careful with what you're saying, right? What? No, it's, it's not. It's not a major or anything. Oh, yeah. It's just the story of how I how I was cheating every time with French and everything. So, <laughs> no, one person would always be on in the hallway, like looking at everything. If she would be coming into class and everything. The other person would uh, be in the doorway, so the, the people that would be on in the hallway could talk to the people in the doorway and everything. And there would be one dude behind the computer printing out all the tests for the complete year. So we knew all the tests that would, were coming for just the complete year. And that's how I managed to <laughs> get to French classes and everything. But that's just stupid. <laughs> that, that is her fault. Like, like, come on. Oh my god. No, I mean, that, that wasn't on me. <laughs> and it would do a lot of this worse like the things during French classes. Oh my god! No, that's how I got Master to French. Scheme, man. Oh my god! That's how I got to French. But we were off topic. <laughs> what was the topic? Where um, some something about education, regardless the the system, how we went. Yeah, I mean, I mean, from the maybe the age of fourteen, mm -hmm. I knew what I was, I wanted to do, and now nah, actually earlier. I yeah, think maybe I was eight. I was maybe a little bit older than that. Maybe but nine. But that that was the like not really my vision but like the gray area that I wanted to go to. But I knew already that everything else was not important. Mm -hmm. So you started for nah, actually I wanted to be an astronaut at some point. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Yeah, I know. With but, your birthday and everything, we went to uh, that. Oh my god! ASO, everything. I actually <laughs> forgot that. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. How old were you? That you were turning like ten or something. Something like that. And and I was wow. 
Yeah, but when I turned 10, I think we went to like this reptile museum and we were like with snakes and everything. Wow, you actually want to be something with... I wanted to do something bio, bio, biological. Biological. So, but, but right now it just completely That's turned around and... The first time I ever touched a snake was on his 10th birthday. I think I, I, think I turned 10 that year. I think so, I don't remember. But yeah, just so that's what I'm trying to say. Like, mm. it it can really change the way you're trying to where you want to go in life. But at the same time, at that age, it would be pretty simple to go to and do to another subject class and everything. But mm. so, but yeah, how would you put a system like that in place, though? It's hard because I think it's very integrated right now. Mm -hmm. So it's complicated to change something, and change takes takes a lot of time. Yeah. So, I think. It should be introduced. Yeah, continue. Uh, it should be introduced into the system, but in like a test group and like see. Yeah, it takes some time though. It will take a lot of time. It takes maybe two generations. <laughs> like no, for real. For real, because you like you need to test it and you need to see what the outcome is before you could and test it on that, a bigger scale. And that's, that's not two generations. That's two complete lifetimes. That's the difference in it because a generation True. is every ten years. But you would really have to see if a child that went to that program ends up being successful in life and everything. But I feel like, yeah, I feel I, like education should be the process between the student and the teacher, and like feedback is very important. Yeah. Because if a teacher teaches his class, uh, okay, let me think of an example. I can't think of an example, but <laughs> <laughs> if a teacher teaches a subject in a certain way, yeah. which you're you have seen another teacher teach it in another way. Yeah. Have you ever had that? I, I, I can't I can yeah. give you a good example. You could relate, right? Okay. okay. So my chemistry teacher, right? Yeah. Not taking shots at anybody or anything. But the way he taught wasn't meant for me. I couldn't really understand when he taught certain things. So I would go into the back of the class and you can probably already hear that I was a pretty terrible student <laughs> and I, the way that my grades were better or anything but just the way I acted in class. I would go into the back of the class, get on my phone, connect my phone to the Wi-Fi from the school that we also got a password that we really shouldn't have to, to, get, on the teacher, to get on the teacher, the Wi-Fi and everything because that was a better Wi-Fi. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we, were oh my we, were, we were terrible, but um, yeah, so. And I would just go onto YouTube and there was this dude teaching chemistry te uh, classes on YouTube and I would just type in the subject that we were studying right now mm -hmm. and I would just go into the back of my class and I don't pay attention to anything my teacher has to say and just make my homework based off the information that I got from this dude on YouTube. But have you actually learned it? Because yeah. I tried that. No, for well, me it worked, really. I, I'm, okay, before I went to do that, right? Mm -hmm. All my score tests and I don't know what kind of uh, type of system you have to score test, but I would get had like maybe like a 5.9. Mm. So it would be it would be sufficient out of 10. Mm. So it would be sufficient, I would be able to pass my classes and everything. But by the time I really started to go on YouTube and everything, I think I graduated with a 7.4. Oh, that's nice. So I really went up in score and everything. So for me, that it just worked. And I really also in my whole life had vision of what I feel like I have to do for me to be successful in the type of department, whatever it is that I'm doing. So I just also always just follow what I think is right for me. So I, I just kind of had a feeling that I'm learning way better when it's just off my phone with my headphones, just 
zoned out, not listening to anybody. I think that's actually the new way of learning things, right? Yeah. And because we're at an in a we're in an age where you have your phone, you have the internet, and it's not being used as much as it, as it could be. It's not even allowed to be used. At my school, it's becoming more used. Yeah. Yeah. Because maybe right now, but I've I've been out of high school for like two years now. Mm. And back then, they would just take your phone, lock it up, and you would get it back by the end of Friday. Do you know if your school has iPads right now? I don't know, but we do. Uh, I, I went there a couple of days ago because I'm trying to promote Flexor system mm. also into the schools and everything. And they right now have a lot of like computers and everything. Mm. But yeah. But my school, uh, they have like a system integrated. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you. It, yours as well. Magister. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, so what he's talking about is just a system that kind of regulates when you are in class and you can also check your grades and just have an yeah. app on your phone where you should be the next hour and if like certain classes yeah, are falling your schedule and, and everything. Your schedule and, everything. and it's um, everybody in my school uh, has an iPad right now. I personally do not because I'm the I was the year that didn't <laughs> you just <laughs> the iPad. <laughs> but it's all good, but um, <laughs> my sister has an iPad, and I'm not the best student as well. And I think my sister in grade you are <laughs> could be better <laughs> if you put your mind to it. If I put my mind to it, I'm a I'm the best student. But my sister, I thought she was re she was going to be really lazy because mm -hmm. that's just that's yeah, just yeah, my sister. Yeah. But she got an iPad in first uh, grade of high school, mm -hmm. and she's doing really good. Oh. Like. I haven't seen, like, I didn't do that good, and I was like, wow. Yeah. So I think, actually, maybe it's just because she's a really smart girl, but I was like, oh my god, this is like the system we need to go to. But because it also helps planning and everything. Yeah, it's planning everything. I do not know if she has her, like, uh, schedule and agenda on but, it. But, but at the same time, as young men and young boys, everything, we, we can't plan nothing. Yeah, true. That's <laughs> so, <Yes>, true. <laughs> so girls really have, have a okay, well, she, big they have advantage. advantage yeah. So uh, that is this another thing. Yeah, but in the end, I just think um, it, it really needs an update. It really needs a big update, and I think it should be more um, politics should get involved. I just think the whole world needs a, a, a reschedule of how the systems work mm. and instead of it becoming a top-down mentality that a few people on the top tell everybody what should happen, it should be just the feedback from everybody on the bottom should feed the top and help them to... It, it should be about there people at the bottom. A, a bottom and a top, but just the middle. That should, that's no, the it, goal. I don't I, think that should be... It, it should be... I think it should be a system like that. There are controlling people, but the people shouldn't base their decision off of what they think is right, they should base it off of the feedback that the people on the bottom give them. Mm -hmm. Because if you give everybody control over everything, things will fall into chaos. Yeah, you need to that's have true, some that's type true. of structure in place. I feel like. But um, but I think everything needs a complete rehaul. Like, yeah. even elections. And, like, we, we, saw we, what, we saw what happened. We're seeing what <laughs> happens in the news. We're seeing it on Facebook. Yo, that, that, that Muslim ban situation oh is my God. terrible. But he's like, people went out of the States and tried to come back. Like, there, my, my mother told me there are seven people at um, the KLM, the airport, yeah. Schiphol. They're being held there. I, I, hold, I, I heard the story, yeah. 
But for what? <laughs> yeah, because they're worried that if they send those people to the United States, that they won't be accepted, and they need to they need back. to come back and uh, another plane ticket, and will cost the company money, or they will get fined by the USA because of whatever situation. Yesterday, right? Mm. I was shooting a video for uh, yeah, just making another video. I'm going to donate this whole trash bag full of clothes mm -hmm. and I was looking for like a Salvation Army and everything and I drove around for like an hour because I was looking for this Salvation Army spot but I didn't really find the right oh, address and everything so I'm gonna I'm do it today but I, I know the spots though yeah okay yeah. then uh, we will do it today how did you get it by the way? bicycle oh, how could it bite me? whatever mm. so um just even though I'm not supporting the people that are in America directly or anything with the, the, the shit that they're going through, but just to kind of show, you know, you feel what I'm saying? Just to just to do some good, just to do something to yeah. to, to help people in the same type of situation and everything. But it's I, I just nah, don't get it. I don't get it as well. I just, <laughs> it's just. <laughs> I, There's I, not I, a lot to be said about it. Yeah, well, because it's what's just, the logic behind it? And the people that like 9-11 attackers and the countries that mm. really the attackers are from, none of those countries got banned. <laughs> really? Did you see that? So all the people that are from certain countries that have something to do with these attacks, mm. so let's say the San Bernardino shooting or in the Orlando in that club that they shot up like mm. 50 people or whatever, not or whatever, I'm being yeah, uh, but, I'm yeah. unsensitive, but that, uh, all the incidents that happened. None of the countries that those attackers and those terrorists were actually from got banned. None of them. Because wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah, so that's another sort of part. So other countries got banned, and none of the companies where Donald Trump has businesses in place got banned. None of the companies. None of the com None of the countries. None of the countries. Mm. So if if there's a mm, country, if there's <laughs> <laughs> so if there's a country where there's like a Trump Tower or a hotel or whatever business Donald Trump yeah, is involved that, in, that then that's not gonna get banned. That ain't gonna be. So it's uh. Why why are you playing with with sorry, the I just <laughs> <laughs> No man, I. That's it's messed up. But I've. Uh, I just, I just don't, you can't just you can't put it in words, I just don't get it. Because is, I don't even think it's hate anymore. It has a, like, he has like a, a deeper agenda, he wants to reach something. I'm gonna be honest mm -hmm. and say something. Mm -hmm. I feel like, A, he tries to get out of office, I don't think he wants the job. <laughs> For real, I think he really tries to get impeached. <laughs> Have but you it, seen, well, hold up. Have you seen the South Park episode? I, I don't, I'm not. I oh my gosh. I'm gonna show you a little part of it. Alright, we'll but, do that later. Okay, okay. So, um, I, trying to, I, I really think he's just trying to do as much stupid shit as possible. To just be... To just be done with the job. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, because he's seeing that he still has a following with doing the stupid shit, he's just really pushing his limits. And I think eventually, the real goal behind this is to... I think it's money. In some way... I don't think it is. No? I think it's to start start something. Start like a war or anything. Yeah. For real. Because let's say... Let's say right now... They are... Uh, right now... Mm -hmm. With the ban, there is still an attack. And please let... Don't... I'm not trying to speak anything in existence or anything. Mm -hmm. That's... It would be really unfortunate. That would be like, like the worst case scenario. But let's say there is still an attack somewhere in the United States of America. Then... What is the next answer? It 
and this is just the first two weeks, by the way. Mm. So what did what is what is planned for the for the rest of the couple of four he years? Did all this in two weeks. In two it? weeks. Oh my God! It hasn't. Okay, today is the first of first um, February. First of February. No, but, but I'm I'm just trying to say like I, f- I feel like he's just really getting back into like a system of maybe like even communist thing or just trying trying to make a military state out of the country. I, I don't know. I, I feel like he tried to he's trying to go for total comp- or he's trying to get out of office or he's trying to go for complete control for everything media and all that and just become mm-hmm. the new North Korea. And I heard. I also heard that he um, he was. What was it? We're not going to talk too about this for too long. For but too long, but we just need to clear our heads a little bit about all the stupid shit that's been going on. He was like, I can't. I, I do not know where I saw it, but I saw something that he was saying to certain um, newspapers, I think, mm-hmm. that they couldn't say certain things. Or they would get sued or anything. Yeah, I don't know what the repercussions yeah. would be, but... But his own words were something like, he's at war with the media. Yeah. The own words. What? And I saw uh, a video today of him being asked the question because of uh, what he was going to... Do, what his goal was with this. Yeah. And he, his response was this. What a question. Like, that was it, and he just left. So, maybe it's just stupid, but... Maybe? Ah, uh, he's, he's... Maybe he's stupid, maybe he's like, planning something. Stupid as a orangutan, goddamn. I'm sorry. Uh, next subject. <laughs> next subject. Alright, I was, um... On, on a positive note. <laughs> I was, uh... I was thinking, like... Because we, I have this massive love of sneakers and, and cars and everything, mm-hmm. I just wanted to dive into the subject of where kind of, where things started for me, at least that was. And um, so I was I was just trying to think uh, where kind of where things started for me and just sneakers and everything. So you first, what I think because I always said that everybody has a I think has a sense of fashion. In some way, in some not way. everybody. Okay, not everybody, but everybody has things they like, of course, for sure. and things they dislike. Okay, let's say everybody has a sense of fashion, but not. But every, in their, not in everyone. their own way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's creative. Let's let's just keep it at that. Yeah. But for me, it started at a real young age. Now, nah, okay. At first, my mom used to buy my clothes, mm-hmm. and I didn't like my clothes. <laughs> But at a certain point, you just start to go and buy your own clothes, and you realize what's what you really like. For sure. And I think that was for me at maybe the age of seven or so, mm-hmm. when I first went to Miami, and I was like, I want to buy that. I want to have yeah, that. Yeah. That's the moment I was really like, okay, this is what I like. Yeah, and but, then, but it was with clothes and everything. It was with clothes and everything, and then it just evolves and becomes greater because you start to learn a lot about the about things. everything mm-hmm. that ex- that's in existence and uh, that's just accessible and everything yeah exactly so you walk into a food locker like, looking for like some clothes or anything and you, you, you're you're walking into a food food locker and you're searching a pair of socks yeah but you find this whole wall but of you find the whole wall of sneakers yeah. and you find nike and adidas and everything yeah and you're like wow what's this i, and I know i, get I it. think that's the way that it started for me for me, it was it was the opposite. I was shoes first, mm. but I, I, my my story it started when I was like four years old. I, I think it did, and um, 
I played I played team sports. I used to play soccer and all, um, and when I and I started when I was four years old. So everyone at that at that same at this at the club that I was playing for mm -hmm. had always the same thing on. So everyone exactly had, the same thing or like no similar. yet yet to go to the practice with a certain type of oh, type jersey of and jersey the, and just the uh, the training suit and everything the jumpsuit and everything. So. The only thing you had the option to to be creative with and to kind of be yourself with was your shoes. So I figured like, and I was always like a fan of certain soccer players. Then um, so I figured the only way to stand out and to like be yourself and let people know who you are is to kind of be creative with the, the sneakers that you have and be the only one on court with this with this sort of pair of sneakers and also be the first to have like the latest model and everything mm -hmm. so for me that that whole thing with sneakers has started early but then it, it kind of evolved later on it became way more once i started playing basketball because the, the basketball sneaker culture is just way bigger than it is with soccer and everything but between that and the time I'm skipping through a couple of steps, mm -hmm. I also had this friend of mine, and he had a bigger brother, and he, his bigger brother and everything, he was like the big Eminem fan, right? Mm -hmm. And when we were like six, seven years old, his brother was like 13. So we were always looking at him like he's the cool kid, you know? Uh, and, and he had like a bunch of sneakers on. He had like this, this staircase in their house, mm -hmm. and on every, on every step of the stairs, there were like a pair of or either Air Max 90s, or like Air Force Ones, but he had the crazy oh, Air, Air, Air Force Ones that were like with the, with the see-through material and everything. Oh, the, like the translucent the, things. Oh, so, okay. um, so that is it, that is where I kind of started it. So if, for me, it, I just I just looked at all of those Air Max Nineties, and maybe you remember I always had Air Max Nineties yeah, yeah. when I was younger. But I remember the blue and white ones with with the checkered effect. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. those still though. <laughs> but um. So that was that was kind of the start for me. So I kind of, and then every time, depending you would wear some sneakers and thing, you had to match some clothes with it, and, mm -hmm. to, and then color coordinate and everything. And eventually, yeah, yeah, you will get to. Um, and yeah. I think at a certain point, because for me it's had it has evolved to another level that I want to start my own company yeah. and make my own clothes, yeah, and that, that's dope bizarre. That's I think is the the ultimate step and then yeah the next step for everybody mm -hmm. who likes clothing that you just want to be so creative that oh. you want to make something so unique that only you got it. But that is that's that's not another level. But if we would sit together and be for an hour just sketching out ideas, we would come up with ten clothing lines. True, easy. Mm -hmm. It's it's just effortless. So. And yeah, we're, we're gonna do that still to this yeah, day. We're gonna do it. So that that will be a, a dope thing to do. But my first pair of sneakers that I really remember, and actually my first and second, I, my auntie got me um, when we had the, the the evening runs, everything in school. So in the summer when we have to walk for like five k and everything, and you would get like stamps and everything. So oh, uh, it's called um, I, I don't remember the name. But it was for charity offense, and every time you would go past a certain, you would get like oh, money you get a stamp, and, and you get a stamp, and then you have to raise money and everything. But um, my auntie but was it like running or walking? No, it was just walking, but oh. um, I don't know what it is, yeah. so she got me this pair of Air Max 95, so the one with the layers and everything, right? You don't remember the 95? Yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah. so she got me a pair of those, but it was it was the, the base of the shoe was like navy blue. And it would change from a dark blue to like say a lighter blue, and then the air bubbles would be like orange. Wow, I do not 
I, I remember them to this day. I really love them sneakers. So that was the first one that I really remember. I think I was maybe seven or eight years old. Mm -hmm. And then when I started playing basketball, my uncle came back from the United States and he had this pair of all white Adidas with three black stripes, but I don't remember the model of them. I, I really should look them up. And um, he got he got me those and I just held them in my hand like <laughs> nah, but they were no, but they were a, a size and a half too big for me. Mm -hmm. So I wear it with like two socks on them and everything, and it just it just sparked something. I don't know what it was, but ever since ever since ever since that time, mm -hmm. my shoes had to be clean. And then my dad, my dad took it over the top. When my dad get get got me this present, I was done. I had this um, Jordan Jumpman team whatever so not nothing in line but you could ID them on Nike ID right mm -hmm. you could throw your own colorway on them and I started playing basketball for this for this club and everything and our jersey would be all black with white stripes and on the right stripes would be like red stitching and everything so my dad got me he ID'd everything and made the colorway and put on the tongue he could put um, 10 letters on the tongue so and my name is like nine letters long right <laughs> so he put Shaquille Faye on them and it was just huge on the tongue, my name, everything, so... That's dope. So, ever since I got those shoes, I was done. I was I was hooked, so... Now, uh, yeah, I would... <laughs> you still got them? No, I still got them. Oh. But now, every time this happens and I, I, I get something, uh... Yeah. We, we need, we need like, Sim Simpson music. To kind of demonstrate it every time that, that you open it, like, <laughs> that the box opens, and you just, you just, <laughs> no, but yeah. Every time I just hold, I don't know why, but white shoes, they, they just, they just do something to me. So I got these like a couple of months ago, but they won't see the light of day until the summer <laughs> until it's like 20 degrees outside and it's bright as hell no clouds so that the sun can really reflect all, <laughs> all, that, white, all that white and um yeah it, it's, it's just been like an obsession and everything but i don't know just trust the shoe like that it's just, it's just a box man come on but um that is it, it's just turned into really like a hobby but for me, it was since I was four years old, I love sneakers. But I, I started really not collecting, but I started to keep everything in good condition since I was 15, I think. I so think for the past four years. I've been like that since I started working at McDonald's. No, actually, before that. Yeah, we. Uh, oh. When we got the car mines, that was 2014. That was before we started working, it was in May somewhere. That was way before we started working. No, it was a couple of months. Yeah? Yeah. Because we got those in the same year. Yeah, but that was November, and the car mines were the twenty were in May. Twenty fourth of May. Twenty fourth of May. I think it was something like that. But that is, you see, we even remember the dates. So yeah, it's just that's on another level. <laughs> it's just something that is it's just evolved into and just become a hobby. But I feel like it says a lot about a person. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it says something about the level of creativity. But not only that, but you you kind of know you can really just connect with people on a, on that level because if you have like the the shoes that everyone wants but they're in terrible condition and they're just dirty and everything then I also know what type of person you are you just bought the shoes because everyone has them and you yeah. kind of want them do whatever you kind of want to be 
the standard. Not only the standard, but you kind of follow waves and you don't try to. I'm those, so, so those shoes right there, I'm, I'm waiting for everyone to ruin their pair. And as soon as everyone just messed theirs up, I'm gonna come out shining bright. <laughs> for real. So that you is what's funny. What's when that? you say so, certain things, <laughs> I think of songs. What's, what's song? Okay, uh, I thought of this song. You said shine bright. Yeah. You know this song? Oh, Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> You're ridiculous. No. <laughs> Maybe we should add those things. Oh, what you want to edit that so I put yeah. a song in it? <laughs> Yo, I was I was watching a movie, and yeah, and just certain just certain scenes when uh, someone says says a line, your your head just goes somewhere else, and you just think of a situation that that would be fitting. So I'm just cutting certain pieces out of movies right now and just saving them on my computer. So every time I feel like I have an idea to put mm -hmm. that together, I'm gonna just edit that the right way with the movie in there. <laughs> just do stupid stuff with it. But uh, so hey, the day I get a screen uh, like a studio with the green screen and everything, mm -hmm. I'm gonna really re record some dumb shit and put myself in movies behind <laughs> actors and everything. I really need to do that. That's the funniest stuff. To do. You saw the dude on Instagram, right? Oh, what movie was it again? No, I didn't. He did, he did a lot, but he did uh, the Tiana Taylor fake Kanye West video clip mm -hmm. that she was dancing and he was just standing behind her doing all types of dumb stuff. I did, man, I cried laughing. That was hella funny. That's dope. But I uh, have a green screen. I just want to have a complete studio where, because this is just my bedroom, it's just small as hell, but I just want to have like a studio to record everything. But at the same time, I would, yeah, I would just, I just want like, you notice the, the college students that they have, they have these small studio apartments, apartments yeah. and everything, I just want one of those. I just really want to live in it. You want to live in it? I would, for right now, that would be awesome for me. Just for me too, because I can't live in my bedroom. Yeah, right I'm now. just constantly here, so mm. for me it would be better. My dad's not. Uh, no, let's not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you should should start working at McDonald's. Nah, that's not. They're hiring right, right now, so I'll if you're interested, I could like hook you up. Maybe so some people watching, <laughs> but that's not for me. By the way, would you feel like you were you would be completely ready to live on your own? Yeah. If you have, for me, if the money was all right, yeah, th that's what I'm saying. So right now, financially, it wouldn't be possible for me, but uh, I, I do really feel like that is something that uh, I can't break on time. <laughs> now I really want to live on my own because it's just better for having friends over and just doing your own thing. And now for me, it just would be a creative space for me to just do whatever I want to do. Yeah, and just blast your music. All day. Oh my god. You know how I'm not a morning person, but I could be with music. No, I can't, I can't <laughs> no. be a morning person regardless of what situation it is. Like today, I, the only situation where I can't be a morning person is to get sneakers. Because No, but it's the hype. That's another thing. No, but the, yeah, yeah, okay. That's, right. that's just the hype because I, wouldn't, I think I wouldn't sleep if I was gonna buy sneakers tomorrow. Yeah. Fun fact, these are coming out tomorrow. Yeah, but... I, w I won't buy them, but... I won't buy them if you never had the money. My sister is, like, so hyped that she wants to have... No, people... You know what? It, I, I, I hate really... People are really choosing to the choosing their battles and choosing when to be socially conscious and everything. Because mm. people were hating on this girl, Chrisette Michelle, that were singing at the Donald Trump inauguration and everything. But when Kanye uh, took the meeting, people mm. are not boycotting Kanye. 
kind of. No, that's boycotting him. People but are still going to buy his product and everything. Come yeah, on. for sure. It's because but people are boycotting Uber because Uber sent a bunch of uh, cars to to the to the JFK airport, mm -hmm. and because they saw that the, the cab drivers weren't driving anymore because a lot of cab drivers are from like a Muslim community and everything, oh, and they yeah so they didn't want to they were kind of protesting with their with their cars and everything not driving people you know they just to show support to whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, because Uber, Uber saw that the, the, this yellow cab company wasn't really uh, making money on the day and just trying to, they saw an opportunity in the market to kind of make money extra to mm. get people from A to B from the airport and everything. And people are right now boycotting Uber because they did that. But at the same time, you will still get in line to buy your Yeezys. So I feel like people are really choosing their battles and choosing when to be socially conscious about certain things. So I'm, I'm not messing with Kanye yes, at all right now. So I'm, that's just how I feel generally. But um, <laughs> yeah, so all, all those thoughts. Uh, yeah, we're just going to. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is just thoughts through flowing through young people's minds. And, yeah, that is that is so everything. Just to really round up the episode, we talked about education and everything. We talked mm -hmm. about the the, the dreams, setting dreams versus goals. So. Um, all that we talked about the journey versus the destination, how you feel about things right now, looking at it versus how you're gonna feel about those things um, when you really accomplished it. Mm. We talked about our love for sneakers, we got into like a, a little bit of the Donald Trump politics and everything. So, um, yeah. yeah, thanks for watching. Really, thanks for watching. If you're Jordan, Jordan, if you're watching, um, <laughs> Jordan Brain. You saw my love for the sneakers and how my face just a little bit so was holding. So um, Adidas, by the way, I also made a video on how this is the most comfortable and amazing shoe ever. So thank you for the boost and everything. So um, if you want to do some sponsorship deals, I would really be open to do that. And uh, this is really funny, actually. A little bit more plugs, Jordan. I really love you guys. Please send me. <laughs> no, but. <laughs> You <laughs> should cut this out. <laughs> I'm not cutting nothing out. So, uh, for the people that just listening to the audio, I just put a bunch of shoes in front of the camera to kind of show my love for the sneakers and everything. Yeah, he's got a lot. I'm like, we're in this room. I count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I see a box. I see another box. So, nine pairs at least in just. Am I looking at No, 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 that's it, that's it, oh, that's, that's it. it. Okay, <laughs> nine bears. Uh, that's a lot for a small bedroom. Nine. <laughs> but I have dreams of doing way more, so uh, I'm, I'm going keep, dreams, dreams, keep so working. So that's that just what this episode really did, the, the guideline of this episode was. So the message is, please just look at your life, look at what the macro... Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, really appreciate you for that term. The macro versus the micro. Look at what is... Uh, the really the end goal for you and what you're really trying to accomplish and also reverse engineer it and how to how you would get there so that is uh, kind of the way I would want to shut the, the podcast off mm. so uh, leave a like and subscribe comment in the description also go to SoundCloud and follow us there and also like there and um, it will take a couple of days before iTunes will accept the podcast and everything but the first episode is now live on iTunes so also please go support that and this second one will also be on iTunes. So um, that's it for the Future Friday podcast. All love. And uh, we'll see you guys in another episode.